This podcast is intended for adult audiences. Over the age of 18, it contains adult language and situations. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to us, and not of any employer, organization, committee, or other group or individuals. This podcast is not intended to be taken as professional advice. Welcome to the Swing Nation Podcast, a podcast by swingers for swingers, where we look to educate others and push back on the negative stigmas and misconceptions associated with our lifestyle. Come with us and share our pineapple journey as we travel the globe, interview the experts, learn and grow together. Join the nation. So Lacey, people are asking, how do they get to go to a party or an event with us? They check out swingersociety.net. You create a profile, you sign up for an event, and you come hang out with us. It's super easy. That's right. If you want to party with us and the other faces and names that you know from social media and TikTok, head on over to swingersociety.net. Can't wait to see you there. Sexual health care can be so much more than STI testing. WISP offers services like emergency contraception, helping delaying your period, UTI treatments, and so much more. They even have a product called the OMG Cream that helps provide more fulfilling orgasms for women. WISP provides same-day prescriptions and can give you discreet treatment in the comfort and privacy of your own home. Check out the link in our show notes or go to hellowisp.com and use code SWING for 15% off. Most people have unprotected oral sex, right? Be honest. Now think about your last STD test. Did your doctor tickle your throat with something that looked like a giant Q-tip? Probably not. Yet that's the only way to check for oral gonorrhea or chlamydia, which are often asymptomatic. You need a better doctor. You need shamelesscare.com. Use coupon code TSN at checkout. Hey there, pineapple people, and welcome to the Swing Nation podcast. We are your hosts, Northern Guy and Southern Girl. Today's episode, we're going to be talking to you all about fantasies. Yeah, I'm actually kind of excited for this. I, I caught you off a little off guard, I think, yeah. with this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the premise of this episode is I told Lacey, I need you to come up with three sexual fantasies and don't tell me what they are. Yeah. And then I've come up with three and we're going to discuss them on this episode of the podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited to know what yours are. I think you know one of mine, but the other two, are, you will have no idea. Yeah. And so I think this is good because this is, I think, fantasies. It's what brought a lot of us to the swingers lifestyle, right? We yeah. probably had fantasies about having a threesome or maybe, you know, like for Lacey, girl, girl stuff. She had fantasies about that. And so we, we've we always said that swinging non-monogamy, especially, you know, if we're non-monogamous but not polyamorous, for us, non-monogamy is, is a lot about just exploring our fantasies. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I think it's good to be open and honest about what some of those fantasies are. Yeah, I agree. And I also think we take for granted how open and honest we are for each other. Because just even talking about this episode, I was like, well, we probably need to add in how people can talk to their spouse about it. And you were like, they can just have a conversation. And I'm like, well, yeah, but not everybody is as comfortable as we are to share things. And I have to remember that because even past relationships, I've been scared to share what my fan. I would never tell a guy, I I want to do this. And like, because I knew I would be judged or I don't know. It just, 
just felt wrong. I guess it goes against everything that we were raised to believe. Yeah. And it's crazy to me that this place we're in in our relationship now that that I ever lived that way and yeah. was okay with it. Because I agree with you 100%. You know, in, in previous relationships, I still had all the same fantasies. Like, yeah. none of these fantasies have really changed much over my Correct. life. But I just did not explore them and kept them to myself. And, you know, maybe when I was alone, I'd Google some stuff. Mm -hmm. But like for the most part, you didn't, you didn't have conversations about it with your partner, certainly. And then you mm -hmm. certainly didn't try to find ways to explore them. Yeah. And I almost think that's like kind of sad. Like what it is. But I, and I also think because we're so deep in this, we forget that other people are, are still living, living that, that life. Yeah, yeah. Because we've been so open and so honest. Um, I also wonder how do you go from, like couples that don't do that to a couple that does that. Like how now. did we get here? Yeah. I mean, like you and I have been this way since the day we met and I'm super grateful for that. But a lot of couples are not that way. So they're going to have to develop this like freedom to say and feel whatever is right. You know, whatever they're feeling. Right. Yeah. And so they anyway. have to work on their communication to get, to yeah. get here. And it's going to, it's not easy. It's not hard. I mean, we, you know, we're kind of getting a little bit off track, but when you start having these conversations, they're going to spark insecurities. They're going to mm -hmm. spark jealousy, mm -hmm. you know, especially if you're in a relationship that's strictly monogamous, having that conversation is you're, you're going to have to go through all the, the same kind of processes you go through when you enter non-monogamy, even if maybe you never explore non-monogamy because just some of these fantasies are going to trigger the same kind of things. Yeah. All right. So are you ready to get into fantasy? So Can I think we do we'll, like one and then one. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. what we'll do. Okay. Um, we'll go one, one. And then I think once we get through ours, maybe we'll just talk generically about some fan like popular fantasies that are out there. Um, and we'll probably even hit on some of those as we talk about our fantasies. Um, and then maybe some, you know, like you talked about, some techniques to talk to your partner about fantasies. Um, maybe we'll end with some of that stuff. Okay. All right. So what... What is, you want me to? No, you go first. No, you go first. No. I already know what your first one is anyway. Oh, you want so. me to do my first yeah, one? Yeah. Okay. So it has a backstory. Mm -hmm. When I was a unicorn in the lifestyle, I met this guy. And he had a fantasy of seeing me with another man. But the kicker was he wanted complete control of picking the man. And he wanted me to have no part in it and not ever see the guy. Nothing. So this is how it was set up. He essentially found a single guy online, and then he brought me to a hotel room, and he blindfolded me. You know, we had a few minutes, just him and I. He blindfolded me, and then um, I kind of sat on the bed, and the single guy came to the door. The single guy came into the room. Me and the single guy had sex, protected sex, but and and then the guy, and then we had a threesome, just me and the two guys, and then the single guy left. And then I removed the blindfold and I never saw the single guy. Now, when this happened, I was a very early in the lifestyle. I was extremely nervous. I probably in hindsight shouldn't have done it because I didn't really know this guy very well to like trust him with that. But I did it and it was extremely hot. I very much enjoyed the entire process. And now that I've been in this loving successful relationship with you i really want to try that with you because i think it would be extremely hot now on the flip side of that we got extremely lucky because like what if the guy came in and couldn't get hard i mean there was like a lot of factors that could have went into that that could have fucked all that up but somehow it just worked so i know that like me and you doing that it may not be that hot 
Yeah. And you're right. When we talked about, I think we talked about this when we first started dating, you told me about this, this mm. scenario that happened and, it, and it's still something we haven't done to this day. And I, I don't even really know why I think, I guess, cause it would require a lot of work on my, <laughs> probably, the, Thanks, the reason, babe. the reason probably, well, yeah, I'd have to find a male and then vet him. And then, you know, like I probably should go like meet him in person first. Mm-hmm. And like, it's just, there's a lot of, I won't say heavy lifting on my start, but we're just so our, our schedules, even since we started dating have been so hectic yeah. with the back and forth mm-hmm. and, and you know, you come to my place and me going to your place and now we're hosting events. We're traveling over the country. So like excuses, there's a lot of excuses, but I would even think it would be super hot to do that for you. Like me find a female and mm-hmm. bring her in. Like, I think like both scenarios could be extremely hot, but again, me trying to find a single girl to come in and fuck both of us would be probably hard. It probably would be hard. Yeah. Yeah, and you kind of like need to be able to see to do the things. Yeah, maybe. Not I mean, I guess we could do them to you because mm-hmm. that's what it was. I kind of was like, it was all about me, and I think that's why it was super hot because it was like all the attention was on me. I just kind of like took it. Yeah, it is hot. I mean, I was I did suck dick. Like <laughs> they did like put my face to where it goes. But um, but it was super hot. I really enjoyed that, and I would love to do it with you. Well, I think we should we should put it on the bucket. I think it's been on the bucket list, but we should. I don't know. I guess find the time to do the the work to vet mm-hmm. vet somebody because I could easily do that with somebody that we know, right? Yeah. I could I could text you know one of our friends tomorrow and be like, hey, meet me at this hotel mm-hmm. room. And honestly, you maybe not even, you might not even realize that that's what happened. <laughs> um, but the the time to actually find, I think the the struggle for us for this has been in taking the time to find a single male that we don't know. Yeah, and then and then vetting him. Yeah, and then doing it. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I wouldn't even care if it was a friend of ours. It's just the fact that I don't know who's coming, and I mm-hmm. don't, you know, unless it's somebody that I. All of our friends are about to text me. <laughs> <laughs> There's a few that I don't mind, mm-hmm. but um, I just think it would it just the thought. It's just me giving over control. I think that's where the fantasy is so hot that I'm giving you. And then what if he doesn't deliver though? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like the first time, it really worked out. It almost. I don't, you might have to just give him a Viagra, like regardless of who it is. Not that we, we would never give an unprescribed no. drug to somebody. No, I'm just saying, like maybe encourage him to get his own prescription if he doesn't have one, or maybe just take one of his. Um, but yeah, that that would be a disappointment, especially all the lead up to it. Now, like I've been thinking about this for years uh-huh. and years. So it would totally be a disappointment if he couldn't get hard. And now all their friends are like sending back those text messages. They're like, fuck, now the pressure. Now the pressure's on. Yeah. But I think it would be hot. Okay. I I think so too. I agree. And it's something, I think it's something we need to put on our list. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's your turn. My turn. Okay. So I have this fantasy, and I think you kind of know that this is a fantasy of mine, but that we. I'm blushing. Why? You don't even know what I'm going to say. I'm just nervous. Oh. That we have a submissive, like, female together yeah and in my fantasy i think it's more of a like a not, not really a long-term thing but like somebody that we trust and know and that we can dominate or more i can dominate and maybe you can assist me in dominating yeah. and we have talked about this let's this do fantasy it i'm so before. turned on right now well because early on so you know i have a natural mm-hmm. dominant personality and early on in our relationship mm-hmm. i did give you tasks and you know was we did dominant subtype mm-hmm. play us together since getting married and being together and having a house and family and jobs, some of that has gone away and it's not, not even on purpose. Mm -hmm. A lot of it's like, I love and care about you and don't necessarily want to see you do degrading 
things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Although that is really hot and turns me on. And yeah. I think it's really hot for you. It and it is. turns you like, on. I also so do it's almost like we need that. like another person to yeah. be part of that, yeah. that, that fantasy, like to be part of that game. Yeah. Not game, but you know what I'm saying? No, I totally agree because I feel like, well, one, I miss it because it was super hot and fun. But now I can just tell you no. Mm-hmm. Where, <laughs> where before I would be like, I would. I wanted to please you. Like mm. I wanted you to be proud. You still want to? You I do. Want to I, no, I do. But I can also tell you to fuck off. Right. You know, there's a difference. Right. You're. You know that I'm committed to this. Yeah. Relationship now. Yeah. Yeah. So I. Yeah. So I also miss it. So mm-hmm. I get that. And I also have gotten to where in our relationship, if I don't provide something for you, it is also hot to find someone who provides. Right. The Which it, and that's important for our listeners to know that that used to be an insecurity for you. So the Very first, much so. The first probably dozen mm-hmm. times where we hit that, where somebody did something for me that Lacey either doesn't like to do or doesn't want to do or maybe can't do, that would trigger her into that jealousy yeah, it would. mode, right? Yeah. And she would be like, oh, I don't like that. I didn't like that because of this and because yeah. of that. Now, I think you've you've evolved on this journey enough to where it almost turns you on. No, to, it does turn me on. I do have to be careful because very quickly I could get You can jealous. fall back into yeah, the Yeah, and I could find, I can feel it sometimes coming <laughs> on. But I think I've been in this relationship long enough and I love you and I know your love for me that I can just remind myself that it's okay. You know, I can catch myself mm-hmm. and be like, no, this is hot. This gives him an outlet to do that. But yet we can still be Dan and Lacey and be together. And so – I I like that because truth be told, when either one of us are super great at monogamy, so if you didn't have an outlet, there's a good chance that like you would seek that. Well, I don't. I didn't. Well, I mean, we could debate that, but I, I don't think I would seek that in our current relationship. But it definitely is because our current relationship, we're sleeping with other people. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> but what I think, what I, what I'm hearing you say though, is yeah. like, oh well. I want to find – I like this fantasy that you have of having a submissive female that you can play with because I feel like if I don't give it to you, you might go find it anyway. But I, I don't think that's the case. No, I, just I don't think, think yeah. that's the case either. I actually like the idea because it's hot and I want to do it as well, <laughs> The first and foremost. I do feel like I also need outlets. Mm-hmm. I need to be able to do things. I think you do and I think that's what – I think we're aware of them. We're mature and we can say that and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. Okay. All right. Back to you. So we, okay. I'm so turned on. We're going to fuck after this, babe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. So we're seeking submissive females for, mm-hmm. for play, mm-hmm. potential long term play partners. But here's the thing. There's, there's, yeah. Do so, not live in California and message us <laughs> unless you're independently wealthy and is willing to fly yourself here. I mean, don't get me wrong. We'll cover some of the travel, but like, we're not going to fly you here once. <laughs> <laughs> from California. Well, and then, you know, the, the flip side, so we talked a little bit about with finding a, a male that would come in and fuck you. You know, the, the work that would go into finding him and then vetting him mm-hmm. and then maybe it might be disappointing if he couldn't get hard or something like that. But this submissive female thing is, is kind of the hesitant there is the same thing. Like, what if she's a bunch of drama? What if she creates yeah. drama in our life? What if she has needs and wants that we can't meet or fulfill? What if, you know, like... You know, well, I want her to live close enough that she could come over, like if we have a friend not, but not too close that she's going to pop in, mm-hmm. you know. So that that's also a thing right. for me. Yeah, we um, have to have clear rules and boundaries, mm-hmm. clear expectations. And then, you know, I, I don't know. I could just think of, you know, we have friends that have girlfriends and stuff like that. That It always seems to be a little bit of drama. There's always just it's, relationships are work, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And so if you were going to have a submissive female be part, you know, especially if it's going to be an ongoing thing, not just a one night thing. 
there would be you But we're be down issues. for one night things. <laughs> yeah. Definitely until, down for honestly that might be easier now that I think about it until more. But, we find but it would be fun term. to have a longer no, term because then you could explore more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you'd feel comfortable to mm-hmm. do that. Or that's hard in a one night thing. You know? I totally agree. All right. Now we can move on to you. Okay, me. So my second one is I would like to have a girl on girl experience alone. Okay. Some girls I'm extremely into. Some uh-huh. girls I'm into okay, you know, and then some girls I'm not into at all. But if there's a girl that I'm extremely into, I would love to explore that just by myself. Because I feel like every time I've ever played with a girl, there's always men watching <laughs> or well, men participating. Well, and does does it does it feel like it gets cut off because the guys jump in? Probably. Yeah. yeah. I just think that would be like a fun opportunity, like for me to grow in that area. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just feel like even if it's like we spend the night together and we just, oh. Well, it's a night together. Yeah. Oh. I mean, I'm just, I don't know, just to like explore. I don't want a relationship with a girl. I don't want to be with a girl like long term, but there are certain girls that I'm extremely into that I would love just like. A block of time to really explore. Why are you grinning? No, it's this is interesting. Well, it's here's my perspective. One, you're like, I want a long time with girl and girl, and I'm like, that's gonna be fucking hot. Like, I love it. And then, then you're like, I want to spend the night with a girl, and I'm thinking like, well, wait a minute, you want to like cuddle with a girl and like mm-hmm. spend the night with a girl? I do. And th- th- there's a tinge of jealousy there. Like, wait a minute, we're not polyamorous. <laughs> like, that sounds kind of lovey. And but I don't want like. I don't want to be with a girl. Mm. Like, I just want... You just want to be with a girl and cuddle with her one night. Just one night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and if, like, it goes well, maybe we'll do it another <laughs> night. I don't know. But, like, I don't want... I don't I don't want to be with a girl. Long, yeah. Like, in a relationship with a girl. But I do think it would be fun to explore that side without, like, men watching. And this is funny because I, I think you're almost hearing us in real time with this struggle between swinging non-monogamy and polyamory type yeah. non-monogamy, uh-huh. right? Like, we're... And it's weird. It's 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 weird to me to even talk about it. But like some of the things you're saying sound like I would like to cuddle with a some girl and be you're somewhat saying, romantic with her. Like some that things sounds- you're saying are also that like a like a, a female that visits us very often. Mm-hmm, yeah, that is you know that is more than just like right. a hookup. well yeah. If you're talking about well now we have to work around her schedule. And, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean that, and, it's, and it's funny how these worlds meld like that. You know, because I would it, I still don't think we're poly like I would no, not identify as polyamorous, so. but. There obviously is a in-between here. I yeah. think cuddling with a female one night and, like, sharing a life with somebody is two totally different things. But And I think swingers in general tend to, like, be freaked out by polyamory. Right. And I think it's okay to embrace the gray area in the middle. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. And one, I think, especially if you're talking about the whole spending overnight thing, I'd probably be okay with that, too. But if you're just talking about, like, hey, I'm going to go to a, a room with this girl for a couple – like, an hour or two and we'll be back – I'm down with that tomorrow. Like, Well, and I'm down with that, too. I mm-hmm. mean, like, that's probably, like, the first start. You know, I'm not saying that, like, night one, I want to. I think wanna... Vanilla Swirl would be the perfect girl for that. <gasps> yeah. Me, too. <laughs> Is she listening? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know if they listen to the podcast. I'm I don't sure... know either, but somebody will probably send it to her at this point. Somebody. That initial start with a K and a D. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I just. I, I don't know. I just, but I think it's weird. So we get asked about jealousy a lot. And I'm like watching you. I know people can't see this, but I'm watching you hear this. And it's like, it's almost a turn on for me that you would be like slightly jealous of a female. Is that? Wait, and I don't even really understand. But, you know, if 
again, we're talking real time as, as I'm experiencing the emotions. It, and then, yeah, it's twofold. It's one, I'm like, that's fucking hot. Mm-hmm. And then two, it's like, well, if you're going to go spend the night with some girl, like, all by yourself and i'm not like one i'm gonna miss you and then two you're gonna be <laughs> fucking a girl and like what am i gonna be doing and like yeah. so then there's all there's that whole side of it you know yeah I mean? and then part of me is like well then do i go get to go fuck somebody by myself like how you know what i mean like it's a whole thing you know what I mean? you can't go fuck a girl by yourself well i'm not gonna go fuck a guy by myself <laughs> <laughs> we've already tried that the whole you go fuck a girl it and that was work, a yeah. disaster so we're not doing down this might be that might be a disaster too but just communicating it and saying it out loud is, yeah. I think, like hot. It is a hot fantasy. Yeah. I'm totally down for you go back to a room and fuck somebody in, or even like into the other room and do it. The okay. overnight thing we'd have to work. We'd have to yeah. work out the details of that. And I'm not saying that isn't like, honestly, that wasn't like necessarily part of my family, f- family fantasy. <laughs> it being like having alone time with a girl is really my fantasy. No, and I, I get that. Because I do think, you know, and this is another good thing to talk about in, in the swinging realm, is girl on girl tends to get used as like the appetizer for yeah. swinging, right? Mm-hmm. So it's very common that to kind of get the party started, the girls jump on the bed first and mm-hmm. kind of mess, and the guys up, like, mess around yeah, a little bit. Yeah. And then very quickly, the guys get horny and they jump in. And then, mm-hmm. so I get that, like, it almost feels like unfinished business. Like, mm-hmm. wait a minute, I was enjoying that. But then you're, you know, you probably slightly feel obligated to like, well, the guys are here. They obviously yeah. want to participate too. Yeah, they don't want to just. Well, and like for me, I love fucking like mm-hmm. all day, every day. Like I don't want the foreplay. That's just me, my my, my own, like preference. So I feel like if we just take guys off of the equation, that I'm not focused on that, right. and I can really focus on like exploring a woman and doing all those things. Yeah. Why are you teasing? No, that's hot. That's uh, that's hot. Yeah. I guess I said spend the night because I I don't want it to be rushed. I guess that's maybe where that came from. I just want like enough time to like do all the things that I want to do. Mm-hmm. Take breaks, do it again. <laughs> no, I I like I like all that. Okay, that's it. That's my second one. Okay, so my second one. This is so now we're gonna get into. A, this is Dan tried to be a little risky with his like what I shared as my fantasy. You did, yeah. So my next fantasy, and this is going to be a this is going to be a topic we're going to have to tread lightly on a little bit. I think is I would I would I would like to do uh, a CNC with somebody. Okay. Do you know what CNC? Yeah, is? I do. And so I uh, consent, non consent, consensual, so, non consent. So that was not one of mine, but it was one of mine that I wanted to touch on at the end because mm-hmm. I'm I am interested mm-hmm. in it, but I'm also scared. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so. Um, so that's something that I was going to talk about. So that's really funny that you brought that right. up. Right. So in, I think we need to be clear what what that is. So consensual non-consent is essentially like rape role play, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe there should be a trigger warning in here for, for that, right? But it, what it means is you, you want to have that type of experience mm-hmm. where you're not – somebody else is in control and kind of, you it's know, a, another has their like way with you. dominant it like is. type situation. Right. Yeah. And, and, and there's ways that – and I've – I've done a, I don't know if I've ever really done a full blown like CNC scene, but you know, I've delved on the kind of yeah. edges of that. And it's, you know, if you, you have to consent prior, obviously, yeah. and then having a safe word is kind of the two biggest things. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so I think that's a, a hot, I like the idea in, in my, in my mind, if I'm talking about the fantasy, it's almost like the girl has consented, but doesn't know when it's going to happen or like, you know what I mean? It's almost like, and obviously their partner would have to be in play, right? Like, so you're thinking like someone in the middle else. of the night, he like lets me in the back door or something and she doesn't know. So like where she's am I in this? Whole... I don't know. Are you getting jealous? 
Yeah. Well, I don't think I could do it to you because it wouldn't. Well, it wouldn't I know that like we don't play seven. I know my. I this is just fantasy. So we're not like <laughs> we're not trying to make this happen. We're just talking generally. I'm like fantasy. struggling a little. I'm. I am jealous that you. It is not me. To be honest, uh-huh. like the thought of you sneaking in some girl's back door is like I want to fuck somebody up. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Uh-huh. I don't know. Maybe we could. Maybe you follow. Me. Maybe I we sneak know. in together, and you're no, just there. No, because I want to be the victim. Oh, you want to be the victim? Mm-hmm. But I don't think I could be the 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 assaulter in that case. I think you could. Case. I think you could. No, because you would instantly know it was me, though. And well, it would, obviously, it, that's part of it. Like, right? But I think if, she if, needs to know it's you as well. So she's, yeah, she has to know it's you. She has well. to know it's me. I feel like she does for it to be consensual. Well. Because then she would be scared. No, but it's almost like what you said. Like, so your fantasy, your fantasy is almost could be if you just you use then your I, fantasy if you're in a hotel room and you're know, tied up and somebody comes in. But I knew they were coming in, and right. that's a difference. And for females, like at, at least for me, there's always a fear that somebody's going to snatch me up or mm-hmm. grab me. So, like, you would have to know that this is not real, or at least I would. I don't right. know. I don't know. I don't. I've never done enough research into it to really know how that's done. But for me, I would need to know it was coming. Like I, and then I could, you know. But I would need to know it was coming because, like, what if I thought it was real? Maybe and I was, it was like, like started fighting. Maybe about like, it. yeah. Well, that's the. Well, that's why you'd have safe words and some kind of. Yeah. So it, it would be you would have to. Me and you would have to have a conversation, and you would say, "Okay, I want to do a CNC scene, mm-hmm, right?" Mm-hmm. And so maybe the scenario is we're going to invite. I'm going to have one of our friends come over at night when we're alone, and there's nobody else here in the house, and just come in and and have yeah. Their I way would with have you. to say it's going to be in the next three days right, right, or right. something, yeah, like something like that. Like yeah. that. So then, I, right. yeah, so I wasn't like just sitting there like waiting. All but then, day if you didn't day. know which guy it was going to be, yeah. But but trusting me to know yeah. that I would find the right person to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that. I just. I think that you would have to know it was coming or at least coming within a certain time period. Right. Some kind of window, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's all. I mean, that's actually was on my list. It's like um, like tiptoeing on those like fear. Right. Like, what is that? Well, I don't it's, know. It's control. It's fear. Yeah, it's, it's, and it's also the tabooness of it, mm-hmm, right? That, that's mm-hmm. hot. Yeah. It's like scary, but also hot. And I think that's like going back to the one that I said in the beginning where the guy came in. I was scared. But I also was trusting. And so like merging those two together, like it's 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 erotic in a different way. If that makes yeah. sense. Well, we've talked about, you know, this whole like pl- pain and pleasure and, uh-huh. and fear and pleasure. You know, any when you're hiding, heightening your senses, that the senses for arousal can be heightened as well. Uh-huh. So it's, it's you know, when you get into like kink and, 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 you know, domination and all these things, I think I think all that play. I mean, you're just you're 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 using your brain to trigger you know feelings and stuff mm-hmm. and it's, it's it's you know we, we i think we just we had a conversation with somebody that was in the kink realm and they were saying like how closely yeah. tied like mm-hmm. the pain and pleasure um senses are and stuff yeah like that. no i agree yeah i think it's super hot i like it you're just worried about where you're gonna be or who or yeah i just don't want to be genuinely scared <laughs> <laughs> again that's like me trying to control the control uh-huh. that's kind of like the story of our marriage yeah <laughs> okay, um, back to you. I think we have time for one okay. more before we break. Okay, so my last one is I want me and you to just go to a regular bar, mm-hmm. like locally, or let's say we go out of town for the weekend, not a swinger bar, just like a regular bar, and sit next to a couple. Like, So none of this is preplanned. Like, it's just like random. Mm-hmm. And we they are not swingers or 
that we know of, but we just like start chatting with them and like we kind of all like eyes and we're like, we all need to go fuck. <laughs> and we like go right in and get a hotel room and then like fuck. And, and I ha- like, so this is a fantasy of like converting a vanilla to not really converting because, but the truth is, is we've never went like people ask us all the time, like, how do you find vanilla people or how do you find swingers in like the real world? We don't, we mm-hmm. don't, we just don't have time for that. Like we are going to go on a swinger website or we're going to go to a swinger party. We're not trying to go to like the local vanilla bar and like, you know, turn a couple of swingers. That's just not something that we do. But I do think it would be like hot if it was random. Like we just sit down at a bar and you and the husband start chatting or me and the wife start chatting. And then like they look at us and we look at them and we're like, uh, we're swingers and we want to fuck y'all. And they're like, should we do it? And they're like, should we do it? And the husband's like, I don't know. Should so, we? So them being vanilla, though, is a key part of this. Not fantasy. necessarily. They could be So like swingers. we're getting ready to go on the Bliss Cruise. What if we just that went would, and found a random couple? That would be hot too mm-hmm. but, but you're fit so you're part of your fantasy is specific to them not being. well it, part of my fantasy is being at a vanilla location like mm-hmm. if they're actually swingers or they swung 10 years ago but haven't because mm-hmm. they've been having kids or whatever like that's kind of irrelevant i think the spontaneity of like meeting a couple at a bar and then just like we're doing this and then we go straight to like a hotel and it's just like we none of us can keep our hands off of each other it's just uh-huh. like it's like raw like it just has to happen right now yeah no that, that is hot is hot it is me. hot I, well, you know like we talked about we'll follow up in six months that one seems like to me it would be like one of the hardest fantasies to yeah it really would be because like i mean you i probably have a better luck of just sitting at a bar and finding a man or you yeah, sitting yeah. at a bar and finding a woman and that happened uh-huh. um i think that would be extremely hard well, there's two is one finding a couple that would actually do it and then mm-hmm. two the, the second part of that is then like would they then be drama afterward you know like because a big we always say like we don't a big reason we don't try to convert but like we don't or- even give them our number <laughs> you know like we don't even Not know their problem. names you know this is just like a one okay. night right. passion like the universal lines and it, we just hit it off and we just like go and fuck and we have the time of our lives and then we're like, good, have a good night. We're gone. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like what I'm thinking. I mean, I, I support it. And I, I think don't see a world when where that would happen. But me either. But it'd be just we, one like we keep it on the bookshelf and like yeah. if we happen to like it's like one of those ones where like if it happens, we're going to look at each other and be like. This is it. It's happening. Like yeah. this is yeah. like right now. Oh like, my god. Oh my god. And I think some of that like fantasy comes from like the fact that the podcast has gotten. I don't mean this as like being bragging. Actually, I would rather it be the opposite way. But the podcast has gotten so big. Our events have gotten so big. So we tend to swing with kind of the same people for the mm. most part because they're there and it's easy. And I mean, not saying that <laughs> that sounds terrible, but you know what I mean. Like, well, we just have such a quality friend we group do. And that we, don't, we enjoy playing with and we don't even really get that many opportunities to play we with just them. don't have the time right. to really sit with a brand new couple at an event and mm-hmm. like really even though we want to we see couples all the time that mm-hmm. are so attractive and like have great vibes and we really would like to get to know them and do that but the problem is is we are being pulled in so many different right. directions we just don't have the time right. so what swinging events look like for us nowadays is we we go to the event and we're hosting all day long mm-hmm. right so I'm hosting the pool party. Lacey's, you know, going around meeting and greeting people. You know, we're making sure we're running around, making sure, you know, rooms are right and decorations are right. And we got the DJs and everything set up for the next thing. And then by the end of the night, when it's time to fuck, it's like, okay, (laughs) where are our friends? You know what I mean? Like, because we we haven't really had the time to make those 
connections during the day with people that we don't already know. Yeah. No, I totally agree. So I think like finding this like random couple at a bar, I think like to to me, that's what swinging was for us take away the vanilla bar but like we would go to a swinger party or and we would find a couple and hit it off and then and hopefully go fuck and so i feel like that kind of brings back a little of that because mm-hmm. we've unfortunately we've kind of lost that because our platform has gotten so big it's just harder for us to do that um and if we have like an oh so you think the vanilla portion of that fantasy is so they don't know who we are Maybe I didn't think about it, but maybe Cause I don't know. Like, because I think we could very easily, like, so we're getting ready to go on the Bliss Cruise in November. Mm-hmm. We could easily say, okay, tonight mm-hmm. we're gonna find a couple we don't know, yeah, a random couple, and we're gonna try to we're gonna try to hook up with them. Let's do it, and then we're, we're you know we won't we, let's not even exchange information. Like, let's yeah. just have a random hookup. Yeah, no, I think I'm- we could do that, and it, we could make that happen. Okay, now there is a chance that they're gonna recognize us, or you know, like that's and is. Is that why you have this vanilla I don't know. this fantasy? I don't know. I, honestly, I don't know. I feel like it's multifaceted. Like, there's so many <laughs> layers to it. You don't even understand your own fantasy. No. But I, I think it, it makes sense that that would be why. Where were we? We were somewhere locally. And somebody was like, "How do we, so y'all have a podcast? How do we find it? And I was like, oh, that sounds so nice. <laughs> Say it again. Yeah. <laughs> Whisper it in my head. Tell me how you don't know who I am. Yeah, and somebody that hates us has listened to this, and they're gonna be like these condescending bastards. Well, no, they think and they're it does so sound cool. A little bit, yeah. They think they're so cool, but I actually very much enjoy when people don't have now. Now, okay, let's let's give a warning to that. If you really know who we are, and you just pretend like you don't, it, it, don't do that. That that's <laughs> fucked up too. But um, but I, yeah. So we, people that don't like us are probably gonna talk shit about this. But it's just, it, I'm sorry, it's just the truth. Lacey has a you don't know who we are kink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. What and I is think, that bad? You know, if you, no. Well, if you were to dig into that, and I feel this way too, is I, I always have in the back of my head: Are they just doing this because they're hoping to make it on the podcast, or yeah. are they just doing this because they they want to shout out, or they want you know they want to make it into a TikTok? Like there is that kind of lingering thought and it's Mm -hmm. nice if you completely eliminate that yeah so if you don't know who we are obviously that's not what you're trying to do Mm -hmm. and then it's it seems more genuine then you want to fuck me because you want to fuck me not because yeah i never want anybody to like fuck me just so they can like get talked about right and people have literally said Said that that. yeah they have yeah so i don't know (laughs) i feel like my fantasy has a lot to do with all of that well i i think we could definitely make the fuck a random couple we might even be able to do the fuck a random couple. Like, like we'll just go around the plus cruise and be like, do you recognize us? No, that would be so <laughs> like, like no, that is such an assholey thing. Can that, I buy you a drink? No, <laughs> would, that would be such an asshole it thing. It would be, yeah. But the problem is, is we've actually done maybe that. Maybe you could do it slyer though. Like, like, oh, have we met before? Yeah, And they could be like, you know what I mean? Like, you wouldn't have to be like, do you know who we are? Yeah, that but you sounds could be like, like a total douchebag. Like, oh, you look familiar. Have we met you before? And if they're like, clearly are like, no, we have no idea who you are. You'd be yeah. like, oh, can I buy you a drink? Yeah. And we could even do that with like Daphne and Mike. Like, we could both plan because like we do everything together. We're like attached to the hip. Uh-huh. But we could be like, okay, guys, tonight. We're going to both fuck. This is people. our goal. Uh-huh. And whoever. Maybe we should do a bliss, like do the hump day quickies thing and do a, a bliss cruise checklist. Maybe. Yeah. Y'all let us know if you wanted us to do that. We are totally off subject. We are down a rabbit hole. But if you don't know, Humday Quickies do, does 
like a list before and like a major event. Yeah. Have to do that. And like they have to do like, you know, 10 things each. And at the end of the cruise, they talk about the things that they did or didn't do. Um, it's like make out with a stranger, uh, kiss somebody with a Disney tattoo. Um, like it's so random. Mm-hmm. Like, well, this kind of, but it's in also a way, fun. it's kind of fantasies, right? I mean, it's kind of it is, and let's it also come gets up with a list you, of our fantasies and see if we can make some of them happen. And it gets you out of your box. Mm-hmm. You know, it forces you. Can um, have sex with Party Mark be on mine? Yeah, if I if have sex with Chelsea, because that mine. is a fantasy of mine. <laughs> it's a fantasy. Of mine I told too. him. I told him it was. I texted him. And was like, "Hey, what did I say?" I was like, "I needed his help with like a few like business things," <laughs> and I was like, "I need help with these three things. Can you help me?" And like one, you know, the first two. Oh, were you like, put it on the list. Fuck. fuck yeah, the first Martin. two were like legitimate requests, and the last one was like, "And fuck Dan and Lacey, <laughs> Chelsea and Dan, or Chelsea and Mark, fuck Dan and Lacey <clears throat> on the Bliss Cruise." So I've put it out there. So we're off to off subject. But anyway, maybe we'll do that. If y'all want us, well, one, if you want me to fuck Party Mark. And, <laughs> and then two, if you want us to make a list. Oh, poor Party Mark. I know. He doesn't even know what he's getting himself into. I'm sorry. All right. Well, I think now <laughs> is the perfect time to take a break and hear from the partners and sponsors of the Swing Nation podcast. And then when we get back, I'm going to reveal the fantasy I'm probably most concerned like nervous about sharing hmm. the one i'm most nervous about sharing i'm gonna reveal that when i come back i'm nervous because i know we're gonna some talk, of your fucked up shit we're gonna talk <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna talk um some general fantasies and then how to talk to your partner yeah all right guys we'll be right back we here at the swing nation podcast are proud to partner with promescent listen guys we've all been there you're having a hot night with a hot chick, maybe a few hot chicks, but you need to kind of delay the time before you pull that trigger. That's where Promescent comes in. They have this awesome product called the Delay Spray. You literally spray it on and it delays the time that you orgasm so you can make sure that your partner is well taken care of. And as swingers, we're all about making sure our partners are well taken care of and Promescent Delay Spray is the perfect product for that. Click the link in the show notes below to get yours today. Anxiety can cause ED, like the kind you get while watching your partner with someone else. You're having the time of your life, yet are having stage fright. Most men in the lifestyle use prescription ED medication for this reason. Shameless Care should be your provider. Shameless is less expensive than other companies and has a 50-state network of physicians who are lifestyle-friendly. Use coupon code TSN for $30 off. Shamelesscare.com. Hey, Swing Nation listeners, it's Dan here, and I want to know why you haven't checked out Cassidy.com yet. Cassidy is a lifestyle website where you can connect with other swingers, see lifestyle events near you, and chat with attendees, as well as post travel plans to meet up with pineapple people across the country. We want you to try Cassidy completely risk-free by using the 90-day Elite Membership Trial link in our show notes, or by going to theswingnation.info and clicking on the Cassidy banner under Favorite Apps and Products. All right, guys. Welcome back. Welcome back. We appreciate you listening to our sponsors. We love our sponsors. We do. Lacey loves all our sponsors. Mm-hmm. Any any sponsor you want to shout out? Shout out this week. We have been using a lot more lube lately. We have been because we break Lacey too much. Yeah, 
Yeah, I, I feel like Lacey's been. Let's be. Lacey's been having a lot of sex lately. I have. So been. we've been using more lube as a preventative message to yeah, not break Lacey. My vagina will get like. Oh, I mean that sounds. Oh my god, that sounds terrible that I just said that for a lot of people to listen to me. But you know, ladies, you know, a lot of sex can it affects it down there. Um, so. I love Promescent aloe vera lube. It's my favorite um, that they have. And I honestly never really thought about lube before. I mean, I just think we kind of like spit on it and move Yeah, on. a little spit, <laughs> or, rub it in, yeah. Yeah, or lube was just lube. I thought, you know. We use it for like toys and stuff. But we didn't yeah, really use it with each other. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I really like the aloe vera lube. I have ever since we started. Um, so if you are looking for a lube brand, that that's just one. I never... I don't know. I just never thought about lube, and it, I really like that one. Yeah. So go to theswingnation.info and click on the Promescent banner and go get you some lube, uh, and uh, there, there'll be a discount code there for you. Yeah. Can I say one thing before we get back on track? Mm-hmm. Because I was just thinking before the break, I said, I don't want people to sleep with me because we have a podcast. And then I said, I want to sleep at Party Barn. <laughs> and I was like, wait a second. People are going to think I just did the same thing. That I didn't want people to do to me. I think you're overthinking that. Probably. But let me just say, I, we had an opportunity mm-hmm. there with them. And we missed it because I was. Not ex- feeling good. My vagina was broke just like <laughs> because I didn't use enough lube from the weekend. <laughs> and we were exhausted. It's been a year, probably a year ago. <laughs> and so ever since then, I've regretted that decision. I also think he's hot. He's also very good with his hands. So I would like. Would like to see that in action on right. me. We get it. You want to fuck Party Mark because you're into him, not because he's Party Mark. Yes. Okay. Just making sure everybody knows that. I, I totally. I get it. I think everybody else got it. Oh, I don't. I don't think they did. Okay. Okay, but you've but. clarified it now. Everybody knows. Lacey wants to fuck Party Mark, be, not because he's Party Mark, because she genuinely wants to fuck him. Yeah, I do. I want to genuinely fuck Kelsey, but because Chelsea, not Kelsey. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> okay. same difference yeah no it's not oh, okay all right anyway moving on to fantasies yeah are you ready mm-hmm. for this fantasy that i'm I, nervous i don't even know if, how i feel about sharing it i'm i'm nervous you're nervous after consent on consent mm-hmm. how does that make you feel uh, i'm nervous you're nervous yeah but i can just make you cut this out if i don't like it though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> i think i I have a fantasy, and I don't even know if I want to follow through with it, but having sex with a transgender woman. Oh, okay. Yeah, we've talked about this. Yeah, <laughs> we've talked about this. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. And the reason I don't, I guess it makes me question my own sexuality. If I'm being completely honest, and people maybe are going to hate on us for even saying yeah. this, but it makes me confused. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we've talked we've talked about this some. Yes, we um, have. We have. And so I guess let me hear your your perspective on your thoughts on this. Um. Well, I know. I know more about this fantasy, so I can. You are. Can I say what you are attracted to? Mm-hmm. You're attracted yeah. to femininity, and we have seen quite a few transgender women that are extremely feminine, mm-hmm. and so that is what you're attracted to. Um, I do. It does make me question your sexuality a little bit, but not necessarily like not in a like I'm judging you kind of way. Just like. Is he as straight as he claims to be? You know, that kind of way. But I also think that, like, those women are beautiful that Mm -hmm. we've seen. Um, They 100% look like women. They are women. So I also can kind of get it. So, yeah. No. Yeah. And that's the thing. So 
It, it, it's funny. We've had, I think we've talked to several other couples about this mm-hmm. now. At this we point. have. And so so it's really them. not that, like, why I'm like, oh my gosh, this is a, this is a well, fantasy. But to say it on the, the podcast to the open to everybody is a little, a little different. And, yeah. and here's it like, I'm not, like, when I say I'm questioning my sexuality, I, I, I very much identify as a straight male. And I, I also, you know, the more we've talked about this, I'm still of the belief if I want to have sex with a transgender woman, I still feel like I'm a straight male in, yeah. my, in my mind. And people, mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't really want to get into the whole, political debate about mm-hmm. transgender you know ism and all that and i know there's people that have all kinds of feelings on that but my feeling is um i'm attracted to transgender women or some not all but some transgender women and be- because they look like attractive women and yeah and and some of them are <laughs> super attractive mm-hmm. um and i think there is some you know and this may be a little controversial too there maybe is some taboo-ness there mm-hmm. to all that to mm-hmm. where it's different it's maybe not you know, socially, society acceptable. Mm-hmm. It's something that's a little, you know, different. But you are also, like, I've known you. You're just dirty. You're just <laughs> naughty. So I think you're just, like, you're drawn to things that are out of the norm. Like, right. that turns you on. Right. And I think I think that's where maybe, we, you know, I think we even need to tread lightly there, right? Because you don't really want to fetishize yeah, people correct. and, and yeah. make them feel mm-hmm. like, hey, I just, I'm just attracted to you because it's a fetish thing and not because yeah. you're actually... Could, I think you were seeking that out you were like i'm going to find a transgender woman to fuck because that's something you know like Mm -hmm. i think if you were doing that that would be fetishizing them Mm -hmm. but i think if you just go about your life and you happen to meet somebody and you hit it off and that happens i don't think that's you know right making a fetish out of it yeah no i mean we saw there was some that were at secrets yeah who we were on the dance floor with yeah and i thought at the time we thought they were you know Women. Um, biological women yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and then we saw them later and, and they had um you know penises. they had penises they, had, they were completely right, naked right. walking around secret right. yeah still super hot but we're Very. like oh oh my gosh like didn't even realize that yeah. yeah and so i think seeing them in you know i've seen them in porn and stuff like that and obviously been attracted to some but then seeing them in, por- in person and still yeah. feeling that way it's like oh that's probably something i could do and i think honestly like before i probably wouldn't have done it just because like yeah. i wouldn't have wanted people to question my sexuality yeah. right so it's, to me it's almost like is growth right like yeah okay i think i could do that and i think i could say that i did it and maybe even saying this on the podcast now is, is part of that growth and i i still feel comfortable in my sexuality mm-hmm. and, and and again not that there's anything i almost part of me almost wishes i was a bisexual male in mm-hmm. some ways because i think it would be more fitting for our platform and mm-hmm. i could i could be more of an advocate for that that community and i could be like yes i'm a proud bisexual male and i'm fighting for that but i'm just not attracted to dudes mm-hmm. <laughs> like i'm just not like yeah hairy muscular dude dudes I'm not attracted to. Yeah. I'm just not. It's not, it doesn't interest me. Do you think, I mean, like, again, I want to tread lightly, but like, do you think if you got into the like position and there's a dick there, like, like, would that not, like, is that not? Not, I I don't know. (laughs) I think I see what you're saying. Yeah. But I mean, there's been plenty of dicks plenty of places in, yeah. in our experiences over the years yeah. and and again maybe that's part of the you know maybe yeah, a couple of years ago i would have been nervous about that but now we've had so many i mean we do dvp which is two penises and one vagina quite frequently you're not going to get any much closer to a dick than that you know what yeah, i mean no, so like true. and I, i'm completely comfortable turned on love it i think it's great mm-hmm. so I, I don't think i would have any issues with that yeah but you never know until you're there you never know until you're there yeah, yeah. That's, but I do think it would have to be like what you said. It would have to be somebody that with very feminine qualities that would, to, for me to be attracted to them and want to yeah. engage with that. I'm proud of you for saying that. 
I wonder how people will respond to this podcast. It it makes me a little nervous. And and I was thinking about it, you know, because we were talking about this earlier. And I was thinking, and it was one of the things that kind of popped in my mind. I was like, eh, I probably just, I'll just leave that one alone. Like, just, you know, I'll I'll share something else or come up with something else. And I was like, no, fuck that. Like, this is what our platform is about, right? Like, Mm -hmm. there are millions of other people. I'm sure there are thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of, you know, transgender porn on, on, there's plenty of people that are into that that Mm -hmm. just won't admit it. So, Mm -hmm. like, somebody should be able to, you know, I, I can be, say that and say I, I I identify as a straight male, but I am attracted to t- transgender women and I would totally hook up with one or play with one if the opportunity arose. Mm-hmm. I do think you're right that I'm, I wouldn't go just looking yeah, for that because it that. almost doesn't seem right to do that for some yeah. reason. It just feels icky a little. Right. Like mm-hmm. you're, it's almost like the unicorn hunting thing. You know, I mean, yeah. it just feels like you're, but if we encountered one and got yeah. to know them and, and, you know, and we it was a good we're, fit. We're vibing. Totally would be into it. Yeah, I like it. I'm proud of you for saying that. How, how do you feel about that? I think how is there? I don't. Would feel you anyway. be into it with a threesome? I don't know. Because I think that that would be hot. Actually, I don't know. Um, it would be. I'm not like drawn towards that. Like that's not a fantasy of mine. But I would definitely want to watch or be a part of it. I, yeah, I would want to be there and see that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I'm not like turned off by it, if that's what you're asking. Like, I'm not, um, I'm not like, oh my God, no way. I'm not (laughs) that way at all. Because I do know that you have, again, like what we said before, that's like a fantasy or a role that I can't fulfill. So I would, I would like to see you have that experience and watch or be a part of it. All right. So let's go over some common fantasies. Ours are a little more (laughs) outside the box than what you, if you just Google like, Popular fantasies I in did. America. Oh, I did. Uh, I don't think you're going to have sex with transgender women. No, these are some or, of the I googled or it. CNC or I googled it just for funsies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ten most common fantasies. This is for men. Okay, but are they in order? Or are they no? No. Okay. It just yeah. I guess it is because it's got percentage taking part in oral sex. I mean, I, do men not normally do that? I don't know. Um, sex with two women, obviously. Sex with someone you know other than your spouse. So swinging, that's obvious. Wait, so I would say, I don't, I don't, I didn't understand the first Me one. either. Me either. But so sex with two women yeah. or sex with somebody other than your spouse. So both of those are non-monogamy and swinging. Yeah. swinging. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sex in an unusual place. That's hot. Watching two women have sex. Definitely hot. And it, also something that happens very commonly in, in non-monogamy. Yeah. Ejacula- ejaculating on your sexual partner. Sex in a romantic location. Okay. Yeah. Those are some of the common ones? That is the 10 most common for men, which I thought was kind of like funny. Yeah. And this, so I got... So vanilla. So I, I had a different... This is a different reference. This is healthline.com. Um, and it's the same kind of thing, like the 10 most um, common. And it, it lists number one is multi-partner sex. Yeah. Um, and then uh, number two, it lists power, control, or rough sex, which I think that is probably up there, right? That's that whole BDSM mm-hmm. thing. That's even some of that, like we talked about CNC mm-hmm. and you talked about, you know, a stranger. That's mm-hmm. that whole control dynamic. I think ours fall into that. Um, novelty, adventure, and variety. This is like, like you said, sex in an unusual location. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know what, like, why is that so much fun? Like, it is though. Is I love t- it. Being naughty, being taboo, mm-hmm. like, oh, you're not supposed to have sex yeah. in the, in your backseat of your car at Walmart or, or whatever, you know, in the woods mm-hmm. on a walking trail, a hiking trail, you might get caught or something like that. <laughs> uh, non monogamy is on yeah. this list, is, mm-hmm. is one That's of the ones. That's uh, Taboo or forbidden sex, mm-hmm. which all of yours falls in that. Yeah. 
And then this one, this is one I, we we didn't erotic flexibility. Oh, That's, do I? Which have you that? you nailed that one. Yeah, uh, I can. If you don't know, Lacey's very flexible and she can bend in all the ways. I can. Uh, and this is pretty hot. Mm-hmm. And oh. people don't realize it until they're like having sex with me, and they're like, oh. and then she just folds her legs in front of them, and they're like, how the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> and I don't realize that other women can't do it because I've always been able to do it. All okay. right, so if somebody's interested in some of these um, fantasies, whether it's you know sex with multiple people or or sex in the backseat of the car or in the woods, uh, how do they? How would they, you recommend talking to their partner about this? So swingershelp.com, this is where I found this. And honestly, these can also be applied to swinging, like if you mm-hmm. would like to uh, have a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like you said earlier, they're all very simple, but – if you don't have a relationship where you can openly talk about things, these these can be hard conversations. Um, so uh, I read this article today is a good way to start it. Like, oh, I read an article that says the top fantasies are this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, how do you feel about that? Yeah. It, Maybe you read like this healthline.com article. Yeah, threesome. Like that's that's a pretty common um, fantasy. It's like eighty percent. Yeah, so are, like are I read this article to. today about how having a threesome can enhance your ma- marriage. Have you ever thought about that? Mm. Like that's a good way to start that conversation because like, say you're a man and your wife is like, fuck no, I'm never doing that. Um, or like what if your wife says, I've always thought about being with a girl. You know, so it, it can kind of open up a conversation. Right. It's mm-hmm. a way to not – and we've always talked about this. If you come to your partner and say, I want to fuck somebody else, mm-hmm. you're, you're starting that conversation on the wrong – they're immediately going to jump to defensive. Mm-hmm. They're immediately going to feel um, like they're not enough or jealous or whatever the case may mm-hmm. be. So approaching it from a different perspective and saying, oh, I read this article and it says this. What do you think about that? Mm-hmm. It's a much more neutral ground and, and they're not going to jump to the defensive yeah. as much. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree. Um, the next one is, I want to know more about what turns you on. And I've always said that I think this is a good one. I learned this from Daddy Mike. Mm-hmm. This is how him and Daphne started swinging. She had always been a pretty sheltered person and had never had really explored any fantasies. Preacher's daughter. Preacher's daughter. She shared that <laughs> on the podcast before, yeah. Yeah, so he um, he went to her and was like, what are some fantasies that you've had and then it was his job to make her fantasies come true. That's what he, you know, he gave himself that job. And I think that's a really hot way of making it about your spouse and not about who you want to fuck. Just as Dan just said, because anybody like for me as a woman, if my husband comes to me and he's like, I want to fuck five girls. Well, obviously, I'm going to be like, I'm not enough. I can't do, you know, and it takes a lot of growth to realize that you are enough and it takes even you heard us in real time be jealous and we've been doing this for years so i think making it about your partner and less about you is very important okay the next one is by the way i had this hot dream last night mm. that's hot it's kind of hot now, now that could trigger jealousy though hundred percent. Right. Because you're that's dreaming. Like, why are you fantasizing about other people, or why are you dreaming about? But what if you say, "I had this hot dream last night that we met a girl at a bar and took her home." Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe. And like includes your partner. Right. Yeah. That's probably a safer way to do it. Yeah. yeah don't lie though. Like, <laughs> I mean, maybe. Hopefully, you really have the dream. But you had a hot dream that you sat on JC's face. I did. Oh, <laughs> you just told him. You know, he was going to listen to this. Yeah, well. I did, JC. I had it, and this is a true story. I had a dream that we were. You already told TikTok, so 
He wasn't there. So he might have heard. But I had a dream that we were in a playroom. And he was playing with somebody next to me. And I was like, and you walked up to her and you're like, bitch, you're on my, you're no, got, you're on my seat. I did not say you're in that. My seat. Did not. I was yeah. like, basically like, can I have a turn? Yeah. Like I was like shy and cute about it. Okay. But I didn't want to tell him because I didn't want to like, I don't know. I didn't want to put pressure. Yeah. You, so you told TikTok instead. It seemed safer. <laughs> <laughs> but that is true. So like, that's a way for me to tell Dan, hey, I want to mess around with JC. There we go. You've we heard, just did it. I've known that for months. Oh, okay. So there we go. But that's a way you could tell your partner. <laughs> I'm, I'm blushing. Um, another one is what did you think about that movie? Which, funny that this is brought up because that is how Life of Spice decided yeah. to yeah. be non-monogamous. Yep, DJ Life of Spice mm-hmm. and Life of Spice. They watched, they watched the, movie. the movie and then it sparked a conversation. Yeah. yeah. And then they just started like hooking up with single people or their friends and stuff. And then years down the road, they realized they were swingers. <laughs> um, I wanted to share something with you for a long time, but I've always felt super embarrassed to do so. I think I've done that with you. What? I don't know. Like maybe the the guy, the the random stranger person. Yeah. I think but that I mean that's why do you think that's a comfortable way to say something to someone? Like, cause it well, lets I think you know if you, if that you you're, say, yeah, you're, you're essentially telling your partner, like, I know this is taboo, but right, or, yeah. Like I feel uncomfortable. So it, it kind of puts them as less likely maybe to attack if they know you're already insecure about what you're sharing with them. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how I feel about this one. What are things you'd never try? Maybe it just opens up the conversation. <laughs> That's Maybe. a weird approach. Let's see what it says. It's good to know what lines your partner would never cross. Understanding the reasons oh. for which those limitations are so. So impaired. essentially, like you're you're sneakily asking your partner what they'd never do, just in case one of the things is what you're about to ask them to do. Maybe mm. I don't know if I like that. It's though. a little sneaky. Yeah. Remember that time when? So reflecting on experiences in which you tried something new and it turned out well. So. Yeah. So there's some ideas. So basically, you need to talk to your your partner about it. And if you're going to talk to your partner about it, do not say I want this or I need this mm-hmm. or this is what I want. Don't make it about that. Mm-hmm. And make it about exploring your fantasies together, mm-hmm. or even better, making about exploring their fantasies. Because uh, likely, if you explore their fantasies, your fantasies are going to come up along that that line, those conversations. Um, and then find safe ways to do that if, mm-hmm. if you so desire mm-hmm. and that's really what that's what this lifestyle in my opinion is all about it's what me and Lacey's relationship is all about um we shared some pretty some pretty vulnerable fantasies with mm-hmm. you um from blindfolded sex in hotel rooms to, to cnc to dom sub to um all kinds of things me and vanilla swirl mm, that needs to happen Okay, so this podcast is coming out on Thursday, tomorrow, Friday. We're going to be at the Red Room in Nashville, uh, Friday and Saturday. Saturday's sold out, but if you're in the area, if you're in the, the greater Nashville area and you want to come party with us Friday night, tickets are still available on SwingerSociety.net. Um, this weekend, we'll be re- releasing tickets for our next Red Room event. So we got another event in January at the Red Room in Nashville. So go to SwingerSociety.net. Buy those before they sell out because Saturday is going to sell out again. I guarantee mm-hmm. it. Probably even faster this time than the last time. Um, so if you want to party with us in Nashville, definitely go book. 
Um, right now, tickets are on sale for our Tempted Takeover in Louisville, Kentucky. And that's on SwingerSided.net. It's a brand new club. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a beautiful club. It's uh, large, can hold like 450 people, something like that. Um, we're bringing in some some DJs. We're going to have our 360 camera. Um, we're going to have a bunch of our friends from TikTok and, and social media there with us. So definitely if you want to party with us in Louisville, go get those tickets, SwingerSociety.net. And then as of, I think, yesterday, there was like 20 rooms left for our March Secrets takeover. Mm-hmm. So our Forever Young party, uh, we're going to do a Naughty Schoolgirl night. We're going to do Swinger Homecoming, right? So you can get dressed up. You can go back. Back to the, your high school glory days mm-hmm. at Secrets. There's really not a better place to do that. Yeah. Um, but book your rooms. I'm yeah. telling you, people were trying to get rooms from us. You know, we, we sold out like five months in advance for our last party. We're still five It'll months. It'll probably be sold out by the end of the month, I would imagine. Yeah. yeah. So if you want tickets, go to swingersite.net and book all that stuff. And we look forward to seeing you guys. Yeah. The only other one I want to talk about is Hedo. So we haven't really had a second to really talk this through, but we have actually partners with Topless Travel. They are known for like basically throwing the best parties. They do the Bliss Cruise. They do takeovers at Hedo all the time, Desire. So we have partnered with them this year to take a group to Hedo. It's May 11th through the 18th. Party Mark, speaking of, will be there. He'll be our host. It's going to be awesome. We had the best time last year. It tends to be a smaller group because it is a more pricier vacation. So we get a lot more quality time to get to know people. It's just seven days is a lot. It's just more relaxed when you're not so rushed. So if you would like to book and go with us, please go to swingersaudi.net. It's listed there. We would love to have you. We're super excited. It's going to be a good time. You cannot have a bad time at Hedonism in Jamaica. No. It's, it's going to be great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we already got a bunch of people booking that. So mm-hmm. I think we're going to be a pretty good group this time. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything else? That's it. Well, I appreciate you sharing your fantasies with not only me, but the world. Same. Uh, and uh, I think we need, to, we need to check some of those off. Yeah. We'll start with the Bliss Cruise one. We'll just find a couple. Yeah. I like that. I think it's a good That and the girl one I think will be the easiest too. Though. Yeah. All right, and then we need to find we need to find a sub though. That, that needs to. Can we at least make that one happen? Maybe. All right, all <laughs> right, guys. Appreciate you uh, listening to our fantasies, and uh, feel free to share your fantasies with us. Send us a DM, send us an email um, on social media. Leave us a comment. I'd love to hear what everybody else's fantasies are. Yeah. All right, guys. I think with that, in a world full of apples, be the pineapple. Be the pineapple, guys. Bye. Bye. If you've enjoyed our podcast and want to support us, leave a five-star review wherever you're listening. If you want to see more of our content, you can find links to Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, OnlyFans, and more in the show notes. Come join the conversation with us and other Swinger content creators on our Swinger Society Discord server. If you have questions or feedback, email them to us at theswingnation at gmail.com. Make sure you head on over to theswingnation.net and keep up to date on all things Swing Nation. We thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye.